1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bulletproof Dental Practice Podcast. Today, Greg and I are sitting live again. He is in town because we are getting ready to film a truly Magnificent. Magical, magical unicorns and sunshines and sprinkles tomorrow and the uh, course. But we take the opportunity to be together sometimes uh, to bang out some podcasts. And we're sitting here looking at our, at, our, at our content calendar and saying, like, you know, what's most timely right now? And there was a question... We get a lot of questions at our summit live, and so many sometimes that people get. It's really engaging process, and it's awesome. But there's just not enough time in the two and a half days that we're there to answer all of them. So a lot of these we've been sitting on ice, if you will, waiting to be answered. And we said that we would, you know, we told everyone that we'd hopefully get to some of these. Um, so we are going to um, today talk about how a team member, this person said, so I'm, I'm just going to read the question verbatim. And So the question is, how do you handle a staff member asking for a raise because the office down the street pays more hourly? We pay bonus, and they go on to say, we pay bonuses, incentives, and invest tremendously in our team with training, off-site activities, nice meals, community activities, involvement, etc. So in reality, they are making more Within our office, but can't see it. Should we consider doing away with bonus incentives?
0: Craig, this is actually really good. That is a good question because is... I've I faced that before too. Yeah, we all have. So we all do. Know, so one of the things that's happened to me in the past is I remember we you know when when I used to do the the reviews. There's this um, you know compensation worksheet. So it's like what your hourly is plus your bonus and plus plus all that stuff divided by how many hours is your effective hourly rate right so maybe you're only paid you know twenty dollars an hour, but you got x dollars in bonus so you really and you work two thousand hours you really paid twenty five dollars an hour
1: yep that's that's actually the that's the that's the solution right there and we can wrap up this podcast right now
0: the problem is they they say but I can't and I can't, can't count plan. on the bonus I can't count on the bonus okay I know you can't. But you got it. But that is step one. Do an apples.
1: Make sure you are comparing apples to apples, right? Yeah. From someone who doesn't offer this and doesn't offer insurance and doesn't offer bonus and doesn't offer this. Sure, they can wave the banner at, hey, uh, Miss, you know, Miss uh, Appointment Coordinator, right? Miss, Mr. Assistant, Hygienist, whatever, right? If if that's what you're leading with, be careful because that may be all that they're leading with. Yeah. Right. So make sure that it's an apples to apples comparison. And I would implore everyone when you're having these conversations to that is step one is is literally break down exactly what that offer is versus. And you don't want to have to play the numbers game. and It's a race instead of a race to the top. You don't want to have to race to the top to try and win. But it puts people in the mindset of, oh, yeah, I didn't really. I forgot about that. Right. 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 And if someone can't count on that, right, you, so I'm going to I'm gonna challenge you. Someone says, well, I can't count on that every month. And if you've had them for a number of years saying, well, look, you've been able to count on it the past two years, and the average has been this. So even if we take the median of what you've got, you can pretty much count on the median number, right? If your bonuses were 5000 and 5500 one year, you can pretty much count on that you're probably going to get 5200 this year, right? So you can count on that.
0: Um, so – Anyway, keep. By the way, I want to put a pin in the associate conversation as well. Percentages for that—that's okay. that's an important thing. We'll okay. talk about it in a second. But it's true that, that I think that's step one. Um, but s- step two is is trying to involve people in the understanding that they are empowered. They are empowered. We don't give people permission to lead in the practice. So there, there's an ability for any person that's employed by your practice to make their organization better to make the organization better Mm -hmm. so it's it's i oftentimes i have like i'm very close with some of my people that i work with and sometimes i'll find myself saying to them like i really want you to make more money Mm -hmm. you know i have this guy that works in my practice and he's telling me like i'm going to take on a part-time job over here because i got some expenses i'm like you are so good at what you know there's so many things you could do you could add You know, salaries have to make up 20% of our budget. Uh, You know, you could add X number of dollars and 20% of that going to you would give you the raise you want and we'd wind up winning as a business. Mm -hmm. So find yourself a raise. Find something that you could add a revenue, a profit center to. You know, why don't you learn to be a treatment coordinator? Why don't you learn these skills? Because it's really, you know, the workplace is this very interesting thing where it's like, Everything has to be, per, per, you have to get permission. Can I go to take a bathroom break? Can I get the day off? Can I do this? When really we should all be about results. We should all just be about, can you get this place better? Can you add this much money? Can you add this much value? So it's just a business conversation. you know. And, and people will get resourceful when you ask them. Right. If you ask somebody, I've had a conversation once with an, uh, an assistant. I said, well, you know, a lot of our patients don't do Vivera retainers. They just do single set retainers. I'm like Okay. Interesting. What, what's the deal with that? Well, we charged X dollars for retainers and we charge, you know, X times four for Vivera or X times three for Vivera. And the cost is only 10% more. Interesting. Well, tell me more. Well, it, you know, we only did 83 sets of Vivera last year. If we can get to 220, that'd be really cool. That would be this much money. I'm like, wow, great. Can you make that happen? Can you spearhead that? Can you educate the team? And you know that there could be a raise there. I mean, because most people just you know the raise that they want is a linear exchange. I sat in the same seat for an right. extra year. Well, well, but
1: you're you're conflating rate. We're talking about competition between offices, right?
0: Right. But this is a precursor. By the time it yeah. gets to this point, right? I've been in this point, right? Even recently, right? When someone wants to poach someone, and then you wind up stepping up and like you know sometimes having to pay that. Uh, oftentimes you have to chase it or you have to let and it go. And sometimes
1: it is, to be honest, you have to be aware that it's sometimes a tactic for them, right? Because right. I've used it. I've used, I, you know, before I was a dentist, I used this thing. Like, hey, well, person down the street wants to pay me this. Like, you know, so you have to be aware that sometimes it's just, it's just, a, you know,
0: have to call yeah you just you're playing a poker but you
1: have to be prepared you actually have to you have to warrant the conversation by having it but you also have to bring awareness to the fact that it's not probably a level playing field if it is then right then I think that goes into step two which is look don't want you to leave but the business and you can insert can or can't afford that right now but I want you I want to create a scenario of of advancement for you but it can't just be because you were here
0: right you sat in the same seat for right. an extra it can't year be or, a, a seniority or, thing yeah or diane left and or she died and now you can step into her shoes right but that's an, a, a constant and never-ending conversation you have to have with your team to say you need to make more money costs are going up and just because you do the same job year over year yeah there might be a cpi you know, cost or, or, uh, uh, yeah, CPI, right, inflation Mm -hmm. to that, you know, that you can get three or 4%. But if if you have people that are really not making ends meet and they're smart, Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: could just be a conversation of like, get curious about what could be better here. How could we make this place better? And then they can come up with some really good ideas because they actually know a lot more than maybe you do about what they're specifically (laughs) doing.
1: All right, all right. We hope everyone is getting massive value from listening to this podcast. If you are, we're going to ask a couple things in return. First, review us on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, the easiest way is to pick up your phone, open the podcast app, click on the album art, and then scroll all the way through the episodes, and you'll see review at the bottom. Go ahead and bang out the stars that we deserve. Second thing, if you haven't signed up for our text uh, list to get notified of special offers or the next summit or whatever it may be, uh, make sure to text the words bulletproof to 33777. That's 33777 and the word is bulletproof. Third thing is we've got the book, as most of you all know, but we've also got the audible version that Dr. Spodak spent three days in studio, and it was an arduous task, and he crushed it. He really should be an Audible book episode. That's it, everyone. Hope you're having a great day, and we'll see you soon. The best indicator of inflation is called the Big Mac Index. What is it? How many people keep it? No. The cost of the Big Mac, Big Mac over over years, right? So right now it's currently at $5. In 2000 it was like $2. So you can see. Is a, it at
0: $5 a Big Mac? It's $5.87. Geez, I went to Chick-fil-A today. I had like a whole freaking meal for $5. No. Zero chance at Chick-fil-A. Well, I don't know. I paid with Apple Pay, but I thought so. <laughs> Which is like free no, money. Th- yeah, exactly. It doesn't really go anywhere. It's so nice to do Apple Pay, that little Just, click. I think it was $3 for a chicken sandwich, all kidding aside.
1: Well, Big Mac's big. So, go
0: ahead. So, Big Mac... is, is, is If the, anyone's any, ever
1: wanting to know, like, gosh, it seems like a lot of inflation going on, check out the BMI, the Big Mac Index. I'm wow, not kidding you. that's awesome. It's actually a, a legit thing. So,
0: I, I, I just couldn't wait to interject that for some reason. No, it's fine. But I think that what will happen is Diane will sit in the same seat year after year, mm-hmm. assisting or your admin team or what have you, and... All of a sudden, she'll realize that she didn't get a raise, and she needs a raise. So I think it's incumbent upon us as the as leaders of the organization to get people to stay ahead of it. You know, And this goes both ways, actually, bud.
1: So this is actually really good because when she's saying, hey, I didn't get a raise, and whenever you get that code word, hey, can I get a review, which we all know as a boss or someone who's right. a business, that's usually code for, hey, I'd like to have a conversation about getting You've a raise. You've got to separate them out.
0: Exactly. So be prepared for that because there are a lot of scenarios. But you've got to separate the review from the raise. So imagine if you have a person that you hire, mm-hmm. get a six-month review, mm-hmm. six months into it, mm-hmm. so that you can say if, if another six months or an X amount of time. I mean, no one should decide their timeline. People. Some people are racehorses. They fly, and some people take a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, We have a program in our office called the Pipeline Program. You start off in sterilization. You can be on the job train, never have any dental experience, and a sterile tech gets X dollars. Then a hygiene assistant gets X plus a little bit more, oh. and then a hygiene assistant to a dental assistant can get X plus even more. Mm-hmm. But it's I have some people that have stayed in sterile tech, and we need sterile techs. I love my sterile techs, and it's up to you. But if you if you want to do more, there's nothing saying that you can't do it in four months. But some people take four years. But it becomes a different conversation. When people know what's expected of them right. and they don't do it, versus that conversation doesn't happen. If you don't communicate, you're going to wind up paying more for people. Because I,
1: I love that you that you, cre- you create that scenario of hey, I hear you. I know you want to make more, but and there hey, good news. There's an opportunity to do that, but it's not going to be. Longevity of you being here. It's going to be taking on something or the business has to prosper. And the term we use in our, all the time is heard in, in my practice or my ecosystem is a triple win. Like there, there has to be a scenario where all parties win or else it's not sustainable.
0: And it's really important. You do a very good job at this, Peter. And I want to congratulate you. We were talking about this earlier in a call today. One thing that Peter does, which is great, and it, he, Peter does not conflate him and the business as one. Peter had, cause a lot of us as dentists, even if we're solo practitioners, we say, well, I can afford it. I can afford a dollar more per hour, you know, or $2 or $3. I, I, I am making enough money as a provider, but your business has to exist beyond you. If you're not taking care of your business, no one's looking after protecting the houses. Peter likes to say, then you're going to hurt your business. And you're going to kill the goose that lays the golden eggs. So you've got, to, it's a triple win. It's, the owner's gotta win. Right. The you know person taking on the risk. The business has to win. Right. Which is two totally separate things. Totally. And then the, the person that's looking has to win. And you so- have to be somewhat rigid with that, right? And sometimes you do have to say, Look, this
1: is this is all I can do and if the practice down the street is gonna pay you this, then like, you know what? Go do that. After I've laid out all the you know, yeah, all the all yeah, the things true. that you get here. Here's uh, here's your total value yeah, package. Never ever chase right?
0: someone, and I always try to find out because
1: it's a race, right? And and eventually that's going to leave you. That is not sustainable. And I have done that in the past.
0: You never want to, and do it that.
1: left a sour it taste in my mouth. And ultimately, what happened? What do you think happened ultimately?
0: Yeah, they left. Anyway. Yeah. But the most – I had someone recently come to me that was a very valuable employee and they didn't want to come to me. They didn't feel comfortable. And the first thing I said is like, listen, if this is a good opportunity, if you don't vibe with what – if you don't love being here, money is not going to fix it. Hmm. A couple more dollars per hour is not going to make you love this place. If you're telling me you love this place and these are the legit concerns and what you think you can make in other places, that's a different conversation. But I want to establish that right off the bat. You know, so I really want to get because money won't fix anything. It won't fix anything.
1: It's funny. We were we were kind of auditing. So our bulletproof hygiene is launching. When not we're not doing it, right? But we are mm-hmm. looking at. So they're writing a book right now because we felt as though there was a big void in the space. And Craig and I have two unicorns. Well, we have lots of unicorns, but the ones that are doing it, in hygiene, they taught at our summit and they're launching their own kind of division of Bulletproof, right? So we were kind of looking at their curriculum and, and looking at, you know, one of their topics was asking for a raise right? and the same thing. It's, you know, all these things are the same and almost. So I would say, if you're, if you're not the dentist and you're listening to this, I would say never go asking for something with the scenario of, Hey, well, I've been here six months and I've been here a year. I've been here two years. Right. And like, I sat in the same seat, like you saying, like that should never be, or can I have a raise? Why? Was, it was just time for my review. Like going in and I have had some pretty awful, like asked that way. And I'm like, zero chance. Like, do this again. Come back prepared with statistics, data. Here's where you are. Here's where you're going. Show me the yeah. pathway. And well, I Here's will what show... I've done,
0: by the way. Here's what I've done. Before I came here, we were doing X, Y, and Z, and we were using 15 cotton rolls per procedure right. and blah, blah, blah. We were ordering our supplies from this place. No, it's all about providing and value. And I think
1: most people, honestly, Greg, most people, if you come prepared and you show the value, let's say yeah. you're the team member, and you come prepared and you say, here's what I've done. I don't know if you know this doc. I've done X, Y, and Z, like you're saying, right? Um, and here's what I'm wanting to do: if I can do X, or can I receive Y? Yeah. And lots of times, when someone presents it that way, why do you, why is it so much? Why does it land on you so much better? Because it's a triple win. Yeah, of course, right? And so, um, I know we're kind of going around. This this started as the question is got you know, a staff asking for a raise and competing with the office down the street. But then, you know, it can go full circle all the way to, you know, demand, uh, demand a kind of a protocol where you're auditing things all the way. And if you're, at, if you're the one asking for a raise, make sure that you're creating value and then you're also creating a pathway or a roadmap to create that value of what you're asking for in return.
0: And also, I would give one more caveat to this whole thing, too, is money doesn't buy happiness. And that person that's coming to you and saying, hey, down the street, do you want to be there? Do you, do you not? Are you not, right. are you not fulfilled here do the values and principles of this practice not fit you because at the end of the day people will not be in an environment no matter how much you pay them that violates the rules beliefs and ethics so yes you could go to some other place that's doing like crazy and ethical amounts of work or something mm-hmm. that could pay you more but you won't want to work there most people have that internal you know, moral compass that won't allow them to do that and the other thing so, so that's important as well Mm -hmm. So I always want to call it out like, is it that you don't really want to be here? Do you dread going to work? No, I love going to work. I just can't pay my bills at this other place. And I love everything about it. I love the people. I love what we stand for. But, you know, there's a financial aspect to it. That's a different conversation. And I'd want to separate that out. Most people will be honest with that. If you don't love this place, go. You're actually getting a favor by letting that person get out of there. I mean, what what does Zappos do? They used to pay to quit. So they send people right. through like their three whole weeks training, of training, three weeks, six weeks of training, and mm-hmm. then gave people like five thousand dollars to quit. And this is to people that make like fifteen dollars an hour and twenty dollars an hour. So five thousand dollars is yep. months of you know months of work. And that's just because Zappos believe that it's cheaper to have people take five thousand dollars.
1: One thing I'm also thinking about is is also this is de- this is dependent on. On your environment, meaning some of the things that you think you provide that cost you real money as a owner, and they may not want it. Don't sometimes yeah. they don't want it. They're like, and yeah, so your, your meals in, are
0: great, but I can't pay my yeah. rent with your meals. Exactly right. Yeah. So it's
1: this, and oh, well, we do trips, and we do yeah. this, and we we do know, fancy dinners. What, what is this? We do nice meals. We do community activities. We do offsite activities. We do trainings, right? And so some, and that if that's going in the bucket of of what you. What your compensation bucket that you can deploy as the owner, like maybe get away with that, do, do away with that stuff. And, it, yep. and if, if truly the thing to compete on in your community or, or wherever you are in, in the country is, is on price to get lean and mean with that, like scrap some of that out, get rid of the meals, do it, say fine. You right. Know?
0: But it's like, the, the, it's great when you put it back, like the hygienist wants more money. You know, and if they if they adopt a new service, if they start doing you know whitening or sealants or PerioProtect or it, whatever it is, I mean, look at a whitening, a, a single in-office whitening. Even if you only charge three three hundred dollars, two fifty, whatever it is, mm-hmm. as an in-office procedure, the average profi patient, you know, eighty, seventy, eighty, ninety, one hundred dollars, right. same time whitening, and they get to not have to scrape tartar. Their hands are relaxed. I mean, just say like you know, just get do whitening. Right. I mean, do nitrous. You know, if you give the, if you give the production to, you know, right. I mean, everybody thinks in these big ideas. Fluoride, do Paraprotect, right? Exactly. Yeah, Fluoride, yeah. it's, it's massive. Sealants. So you gotta, Sealants. Right. You got to help people see that, though. You got to right. help people see that. If you have a CEREC machine, and you have an assistant, hey, learn CEREC training. But it's also, it's not just, yeah, I've made mistakes of, like, learn this. It's not learn this. Mm. It's learn this, implement, do this. Execute. Exactly. Execute. Because yeah, yeah. if you go out and I, pin, I spend $2,000 on training, how to iTero scan or do a uh, CEREC scanning, and you don't implement, that doesn't work either. I just want to talk about associates real quick, too, with the associate percentage. Percentages. Is
1: that a whole different podcast? It is? is. Okay.
0: It is, but I'm just going to drop something. Right, and drop it. I'm going like to drop it and then like... move. So... I only make thirty percent here. Mm. There's a guy down the street that'll pay me forty oh, yeah. percent. This
1: is this is I could so it's definitely a whole new podcast. It's a
0: whole new podcast. But forty percent of nothing is nothing. <laughs> right. And twenty percent or thirty percent of a lot is a lot.
1: Well, oh, and then there's also you know, there's fee schedules and fee for staffers, people. Right, there's right. But there's these also, these like, what's the infrastructure about. and Definitely. what does the office this, look like? That's a, a huge one. <laughs> it's a huge right. one. We'll, we'll unpack that one. one at a later date. But it's
0: important, apples to apples.
1: So hopefully that answered. Sorry, whoever asked this question. All right, everybody. Catch you next time.
0: See you later, people.